Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast for another episode. And this episode and a couple of other episodes that are coming up towards the end of the year are a little bit different. We do not have a interview with a fabulous author. I am sorry, but it is going to be a roundup of the year that was um, of the Writer's Advice Podcast so that these are little great nuggets to jump into, whether you're looking for an overhaul of the wonderful advice, the wonderful books and all things that we have heard about from all the incredible authors that I have been lucky to chat to and um, that I've been able to share the conversations with you as well. So on today's podcast, we are talking about all things non-fiction. So all the best non-fiction books of the year, which is I'm now, when I say the year, as in the year 2022, none of these books were, oh, well, I don't want to say none because um, I think one or two of them were, but most of these books were not released in 2022. These are nonfiction books that have been recommended um, by authors. I have a couple of these authors' books that I've had the privilege to chat to this year, but also all the books that authors have a recommended that has helped them along their writing journey, whether it be about craft, building business, etc. This is the rundown. So firstly, without without further ado, let's jump into the best nonfiction books recommended by all the authors that have that we that has joined us on the Writer's Advice podcast. But these are the ones on writing. So when it comes to craft. All right. Number one recommended book for the year was Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you've read it, you know why. Now I'm even saying this, I feel like I need to give it another read. It is the most beautiful book about writing and what it really means to be a writer. It was the first book that I was it the first book? I actually think it was the first book that I read years ago that was actually recommended to me from a friend. So shout out to you, Em, because Em was the person who recommended this book to me. And it's not just for writers, but it is for any creatives. And it goes into the process of what it means to be a writer or a creative of any sort. And you know, the head spins and the doubts. I think it was Tobias Madden. Um, he brought up the beautiful quote that comes from Big Magic, which is have the courage to be stupendously, oh my God, now I'm going to get it right, wrong. The courage to be stupendous. Oh, it's about failure. I'm going to, I'm going to come back on that one anyway, but <laughs> yeah, it is such a beautiful book. Elizabeth Gilbert um talks about 
you know, taking your writing seriously, but then not so seriously. And um, Leo Louise also brought up Big Magic and about putting fear in the backseat. So this is a book that I would recommend if you're just going through the creative process, you know, the creative process is, oh, wow, this is so great. Or, oh no, I'm terrible. And you know, that back and forth that we have in our mind every single day, no matter what you're creating, I feel like it is something that will always be there, but it's, it's coming back to it and it's learning to silence it and remembering why you do what you do. Um, and that is what this book is all about. And also it, it just makes you feel, I don't want to say validated, but it makes maybe makes you feel seen as a writer if you do not have any writing friends as of yet, or you don't really, if maybe you're starting out, you don't really understand the process or, you know, it's your first book and it's it's a whole new part of you that you're exploring. That is where I would recommend um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. So if you don't know who Elizabeth Gilbert is, Elizabeth Gilbert is the Eat, Pray, Love, and she has a, um, a lot of other books as well. But the quote is, the courage to be stupendously imperfect. The courage to be stupendously imperfect. So if you have not picked up a copy of Big Magic and you are a writer, I'm sure you are a writer or you're in the writing vicinity, that is why you're listening to this podcast, then I, that is my, uh, well, the writer's number one recommendation. Two is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which is, this is a little bit of a different book. So this is not something, this is, oh gosh, I wish I knew the year. I should look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's like 1980s that Julia Cameron wrote this book. Um, If you actually, search, if you're on podcasts, so you can search Elizabeth Gilbert and Julia Cameron in one, and there is an interview of them both together. And it is gorgeous and it is divine and it is a highly recommended listen. So just search that in your listening bar and I'm sure it will come up. But um, The Artist's Way is for any creative ever. <laughs> but this is, obviously, we're talking for writers. So it's more, I think it's it's a 12-week course. So they say, to, um, Julia says to read one chapter um, a week and then follow through the tasks that she gives you to write about so the two main things that they say for um in, during the process of the journey is morning pages which you would have heard um a couple of different authors write about on oh, talk sorry speak about on the writer's advice podcast sorry I hope that's not in there that's a car alarm outside my house um so yeah morning pages is literally just three full pages of just absolute scribble essentially it doesn't need to make sense which is so hard for us as, as writers it doesn't need to be a story you don't need to turn it into anything but it is getting up in the morning writing out whatever it is or your process of journaling just three full pages of whatever's coming up in your mind it's almost like this word vomit um it's a way to get things out of your head if you're a meditator, you will absolutely love this because it is just like getting it out. But the best part of that is when you make that a consistent practice, all this, all of that stuff that is in your head is out and it's on the page. And then you can sit down to do the real work that you want to create or whatever you're working on at that time because everything that was taking up space in your head is out. Not only that, it, but as these go along, even though you like it's complete dribble and you may not even know what it is if you take some time to go and read back through those pages 
you would be everyone's got it I feel like everyone has an underlying theme you will really start to notice themes that come out and the constant um the constant little things or the that tie together whether it's something that you know you want to write about or something that you want to do or you know something that you need to deal with you will see reoccurring patterns and reoccurring themes through in those pages and um it's a really beautiful uh, process of getting to know yourself and self-awareness, but also just letting it out on the page so that you can sit down um, at the laptop and and get your writing done. So that is one of the things. But the second thing that Julia Cameron says in The Artist's Way is an artist date. And this is really great if you're just feeling like a little bit of writer's block or you're not um, feeling creative. Her book is really about nurturing the creative inside of you. And I believe that all of us have that inside of us. It's just dependent on how we choose that modality um, of what particularly that is and how we gift that to the world. And the artist date is literally a date where you can take a break. It could be an hour. It could be something simple, just taking yourself somewhere. It could be a whole day. It's completely up to you, whatever it is and whatever you can fit into your schedule each week. But it's taking yourself away from it all, from life, out of your normality, or just taking yourself somewhere that you love, away from the page, away from the laptop, and yeah, I guess reinvigorating the inspiration. So they're the two things that come out of the artist's way, and so many people have recommended that book. Morning Pages is a constant thing that writers talk about, so if you have not read it or you haven't done the full 12-week course, I highly recommend getting yourself a copy of that. The next one that is recommended a fair bit is Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont. Um, now, I only actually read this one recently She's an incredible writer. She's a beautiful, beautiful writer. Her prose throughout this book is gorgeous and it's soothing and it's like a breath of fresh air and and you also understand it, but she's also very real. There's a lot of realness to this book on the process of writing. She brings uh she goes into craft a lot and carry and how to um develop really wonderful characters. So this is what I would recommend maybe as like a first one if you're looking more into craft this could be something where you would start there's other books that go a little bit more in depth but I do this one might be a really great one to start when it comes to craft or the best thing about this book is I think it has a lot of just one sentence nuggets that you can go oh yeah oh yeah and it might be those things that you're just like that's where I that's what I needed to hear right now and now I know where to go um, with this or if you are sitting with an idea and it is feeling really overwhelming then Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont is actually something I do recommend because she yeah talks about all the different um, parts of plot and characters and um, and putting it into that as well. Also okay so that is Bird by Bird. The next one that I to be honest I haven't read it <laughs> it is sitting next to me right now, but Scarlett Sinclair recommended this book. She um, was a writer for a long time before this book and she'd even bought books out, but this is what she believes. She read this book and um, it is what helped create her incredibly successful Hades and Hades and I'm going to absolutely butcher the name, but um 
her series, her fantasy series. It's like, oh God, I don't want to say it. Hazen. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, Scarlet, um, Scarlet Sinclair literally saw about this book and I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to get myself a copy of this too. So it is sitting right next to me. And I'm actually going to finish this tonight because I have not finished it. Sorry. Start it tonight because, um, I have heard other people say that it is pretty dry and looking through it now, um, it looks very dense and like you'd like to take it so and really take in each little bit of it. And that is The Anatomy of Story by John Truby. So I can't tell you all about it yet, but it has been recommended um, a couple by also another couple of authors that were interviewed on the podcast. And yes, I definitely recommend getting out your highlighter getting out your markers and going through this book, writing down those little things that really get you to really improve your writing. So I'm very excited for that one. The other one is this. Now, this is not about, although he does give some really great straightforward advice on writing, and that is on writing by Stephen King. And there is so many beautiful things about this book. I remember the first time I read it and I was like, wow, because it it takes him through, it takes, you through his life and how Stephen King essentially became Stephen King and from beautiful humble beginnings to the point that he oh I don't want to give away but Carrie like it's a well-known story that he actually threw Carrie his first book in the bin and it was his wife that got it out because he had so much doubt and didn't think it was good enough and even and that was the thing that really like catapulted his career um you know, and it goes through, you know, how he knew he was a writer when he was young and beautiful little stories of his childhood. But then he gets into the actual craft on writing as well and has some really distinct, straightforward points to take on um, as well that are amazing. That has been recommended by a lot of authors. The next one, I haven't once again, I haven't read this yet, but this one was recommended by Sean Wilson, who wrote Gemini's Falls, and he said Poetics by Aristotle, which I am waiting. I don't know. I just have this really weird thing where I want to go and any beautiful old book like that, I just want to find it in a secondhand bookstore. That is why I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> um but I really love this recommendation because I think this is going back to the OG, right? And this is going back to really a lot of this stuff when it comes to storytelling and creating um, your character arcs and things like that. And what tells a really great story is just constantly being retold. And this is going back to the OG of creation and story writing. And so this is something that is definitely on my to-read list and I'm hoping it pops up into a second-hand bookstore very, very soon. Uh, and again, another book you could read like that is a lot of Joseph Campbell's work, like The Hero's Journey, etc. if um, you're looking to dive more into that side of things as well. And I'm going to add two more books here that I don't believe have been spoken about. Um, and I'm really sorry if they have, but I don't believe they've been spoken about. And this is these are the war of art and turning pro by Stephen Pressfield the war of art I actually read after I'd done the artist's way and the first time I read the war of art I found it very 
direct <laughs> because um, Stephen Pressfield is amazing. Honestly, I recommend since you're listening to a podcast now, actually searching Stephen Pressfield in your um, podcast app because he he's in, has in, some incredible interviews. Um, some particularly with Aubrey Marcus on that podcast as well. I definitely recommend listening to. But the War of Art is literally exactly what it says. It is about sitting down and actually making the writing happen which is honestly I believe the number one thing that stalls a lot of people and he was so direct about it and so in your face about making things like literally make it happen carve out the time we are the only ones in our way you are going to war with your art sit down and get it done and it's another one that I definitely want to reread because it is really just like um I don't want to say inspiring because I don't think like it's like that either. It's about creating the discipline. It's honestly about creating the discipline around your creativity and around your work because I think all these books are amazing when it comes to learning about the art of writing and, you know, developing your voice. And there's so authors have given so much great um, advice when it comes to craft throughout these podcasts that I highly recommend listening to. But you can read all the things, you can listen to all the things, but when are you going to sit down and get it done and let yourself be stupendously imperfect, as Julia Cameron and Tobias Madison say. Um, so, yes, that is one that I highly recommend, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. He also has Turning Pro, which is what you would read after The War of Art, and that one is about... Um, it's that case you've sat down, you've written your manuscript. How are you going to actually make this happen? If you want, if this is something, if you want writing to be a career, that is the book that I would recommend. All right. That is the list of books when it comes to writing and craft and all things creativity and increasing that and like just nourishing that beautiful part of yourself, which is why you're here. So write those down, go get them. I would love to hear your feedback. If you, you know, if there's one that really stuck out to you or you learned something from it, please reach out to me. I want to, I want to hear. But I am going to um, just add on a couple of other recommendations at the end of this because, you know, it's all well and good to learn about the craft and and keep that creativity flowing. But there's a lot of other things when it comes to the writer's journey. and you know, for like stepping into a creative business or doing something that you haven't done before takes a lot more than, um, than just knowing how to do. And so I have a couple of recommendations that I have read and also some of our guests that we have had on the podcast. The first one is Make You Happen by Jordana Levin. And if you haven't read, listened to that episode yes, yet, please mark that for your next listen because it is such a beautiful listen. But Make You Happen is all about developing self-awareness. And, oh, there's so much more I could, I could say about this beautiful book and really diving into this particular topic when it comes to yeah, genuinely, when it comes to writing, not only because you know, you need to know more about your characters. You need to know what makes them tick. You need to know their 
what they hate. You need to know their icks. You need to know their number one blocks. You need to know the things that are really stopping them and that they're fearful of and the things that they love and what they want the most, et cetera. And that comes from being completely self-aware of how a character would act. But also I think developing your own self-awareness first is way beyond before you can put it into a character and really understanding yourself and how you work, but also not only for yourself, but um, yeah, for your writing and for everything that you want to do and create from that as well. So Make You Happen by Jordana Levin. Get yourself a copy. The next one is The Balance Theory by Natasha Piccolo. And that episode, oh my God. Oh my God. I love that episode so much. I'm actually getting her back on next year, at the start of next year, to have a bit of a chat about something that we briefly spoke about in the last episode, but I really want to dive in a little bit deeper with. And I think you guys will really love that. But her book, The Balance Theory, literally touches on how well she has the divine nine and it's about this idea of how we're meant to balance (laughs) everything particularly if you say you're even writing your first manuscript right now and you have family and you have friends and you have a full-time job and you know there is so much going on in every single person's life um and it also is about surrender as well and how life isn't about balance it's um always divinely out of balance and we're always on the pendulum split spring up but it's how to deal with that as well so highly recommend that one the balance theory by natasha piccolo the power of habit which is like being number one i mean i don't want to say number one but it is everywhere by james clear and i still haven't read it i've had so many friends tell me it's their favorite book ever and um It has been recommended on this podcast as well by Gabby. Um, Oh, my God. I've just had an absolute mind blank about Gabby's last name. Let me just quickly search this. Gabrielle Toza. Gabrielle Toza. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she recommended uh, The Power of Habit by James Clear. And I think, um, to be honest, I haven't read this yet either, but it is on my list. And it's literally about having those, um, li- li- about being 1% better each time and stop multitasking and focusing on those re- those things that um, you want to do to create better habits. And that was a terrible explanation, but I've had so many friends recommend it to me. And so check it out. Two other, and then the two other books that I have read this year that I want to um, dive into. Right to Riches is brand, is a brand new book. We had Savino. Um, we had Lee Savino on the podcast not that long ago to talk about all things um, money. And when it comes to writing and, you know, after you've done your create, if, if, if this is for you, this isn't for everyone, whatever you want to do with your writing is completely up to you and you have the power to create that. And that is literally what this episode was about. Um, so Lisa Vino is, has the million 
millionaire or million dollar author mindset, which I highly recommend checking checking her out online. She has a lot of great different courses and Facebook groups, etc. But Right to Riches is her writing partners um, book, actually. So this is by Renee Rose. And so this is a great book to put into practice. If you loved Lisa Vino's episode, um, Renee Rose, I hope to get her on the podcast very soon. So stay tuned. Um, Right to Riches is a really great book to read through if especially this time of year or at the start of next year when you're making big goals when it comes to your writing or if there's something that you really want to um, bring into action when it comes to also creating financial abundance around that, then Write to Riches by Renee Rose is something I definitely recommend. And she also has a nice little workbook that goes alongside that as well. So that is that one. And the last book that I recommend, a nonfiction book that I recommend that I have read this year is Tribes by Seth Godin. And Seth Godin is just the marketing genius. Absolute genius. I love him. And he's actually really great in all his books because he he writes about marketing essentially and um, how to be the best marketer. Uh, He's just an absolute marketing guru, which to be honest, is a part of the writing journey and getting getting better at marketing no matter or marketing yourself and your author brand and who you are. And that doesn't matter if you're self-published, um, traditionally published, or, you know, any way that you're moving around it. Marketing is important. And Seth Godin is the king of that. Tribes is about um, essentially building and finding your tribe. So it could be about building and finding your readers. He has a, a lot a lot of different books. My next one is on my list of his is shipping, shipping creative work, something like that. It's on it's on it's on my bookshelf anyway. But that's my list, guys. That is my list of best nonfiction books of the year. I want to know what yours are though. Please, if you have any more to add on the um writing books that you recommend that people listen into, or any other general nonfiction books that is gonna help with everything when it comes to life, the journey, the business of writing, um, everything. I want to hear about it. So please share it with me. You can find me at Olivia Hillier author on on Facebook and on Instagram and on TikTok and everywhere else, all the social media platforms. So please share it with me there. I want to hear all about them, but we also have a um, Facebook group as well with the Writer's Advice podcast that I would love you to share all your favorite nonfiction books in. So come and join us over there. Um, what else do I have to update you on? Yes, please um, join that Facebook group if you want to be in the know for this month's competition. I'm giving away so many books of the incredible authors that I've had on this year. Um, and yeah, the next two episodes, stay tuned because we've got all the best fiction that I know you're going to love um, of the year and also the best advice, a little roundup of the best advice from the year and um it's so good. It gets me so excited. That is, that's a beautiful episode to come. But in the meantime, if you absolutely love this episode, please give it five stars, leave a review. It means the world to me. And it also helps us get more guests on. Um, I have so many more incredible guests coming on next year, next year. And um, I can't wait to share them with you and even more. So thanks guys and enjoy.